Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. We're here with Dr. Utsavi Shaw. Uh, we're going to be talking about Riverstone and all of the wonderful things that are happening in the Riverstone community. Uh, Utsavi, you want to introduce yourself briefly? Yeah. Hey, my name is Utsavi. Um, I am kind of like a native Houstonian. I wasn't born here, but I've lived here my whole life, specifically in the Sugarland area. And, you know, I went to DeBakey High School for Health Professions and University of Houston and then Baylor College of Medicine for medical school and residency. And as soon as I graduated residency, I knew I wanted to come back to Sugarland. Um, and that's where I got my first job is, was at Methodist Sugarland private practice. And I specifically liked Riverstone because I knew I wanted to like build a house, like build a house according to, that was always my dream, like design it and build it and customize it. And, you know, we bought a plot of land here in Riverstone and we built the, you know, house like how we wanted to. And, um, that's really what attracted me back here. Perfect. We're going to jump into kind of the, all the growth that you've, that you've seen in um, probably in our third segment because I really want to get back to that. I, again, I love, uh, you know, there's a couple of things. I've traveled a ton, right, and I, I've been yeah. all over. And meeting people that have been in an area for a long time, right, it gives you a very unique perspective because you've seen just the change. You've seen, you yeah, kind of know absolutely. all the nuggets, the restaurants, the entertainment options, all those things. So it's really neat to be able to dig in sometimes um, in depth with somebody that's been here for so long. So um, you kind of hit on already, but what would you say the kind of the, the best thing about living in Riverstone is? Really, I would say, I mean, it, there's a lot of um, different things, but what it boils down to, I think, is like community. Like the community is really great. You know, it's such a like family friendly place. Um, and you know, that includes, you know, I'm kind of lumping everything together and, and we could talk more about it in detail, but like, you know, by community, I mean like the schools, the neighbors, you know, the, the activities, um, just everything. Gotcha. But really the one word that sums it all up is the community. Gotcha. And where are you kind of specifically in Riverstone? So I'm at Avalon and um, I'm on East Avalon. So Avalon at Riverstone. So right off of University, um, you know, right before like LJ Parkway. Gotcha. And how many kids? So I have two kids. I have an eight-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Okay. So you got one in what, the yeah. second grade? Yes, yeah, so I have one in, um, I guess he's about to go into third grade. Wow. Right. Um, and then I have um, like a toddler. So my, my son goes to Commonwealth Elementary and it was, you know, just this past year, number one elementary school in Texas, you know? And um, be, you were talking about growth. Well, like Riverstone has just grown exponentially. So they built a new elementary school, um, you know, Sonal Buchar Elementary. So now with the rezoning, he's gonna be going to Ann Sullivan this upcoming year. Um, but, you know, I'm not worried about that. I know Ann Sullivan is, is an excellent school too, you know? And my daughter, my daughter goes to the honor roll school, which I'm, oh my gosh, we just love it so much. We love it so much. Gotcha. 
So you have two great elementary school options. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, do you know what middle school? So we, yeah, so he'll be zoned, I mean, unless it changes, he'll be zoned to Fort Settlement for middle school and then um, um, Elkins for high school. Gotcha. And we'll put the, the links from greatschools.org about that information. But yeah, no, that's the one thing definitely within Riverstone is, is schools are fantastic. So um, you kind of hit on it kind of in the intro about building a house. Is that kind of the, the main reason why you chose your specific neighborhood, maybe Riverstone? Yeah, so we knew, you know, once I got that job in Sugarland, I knew I had to be in Sugarland because of, you know, requirements for proximity to the hospital. But the reason why we specifically chose Riverstone is because they had the opportunity to build. You know, they have lots um, versus like, and, and that was always my dream growing up is I wanted to like build and customize and like, you know, kind of design my own house. And so that's really what attracted us to that neighborhood. And then also what I what I like about Riverstone is it's kind of like in the middle, you know, like so I used to work at Methodist like Methodist Sugarland and that was right off 59. So I was seven minutes away from 59. But now I work in the Texas Medical Center. I take Fort Bend Parkway. Well, now I'm like eight minutes away from Fort Bend Parkway and Fort Bend Parkway is actually like expanding into Riverstone now too. So it's gonna be even better. But that's what I really like about like Riverstone and my neighborhood in general. It's kind of like in the middle, you know, close to 59 and close to LJ Parkway and 90 as well. Great, I was gonna ask you about that. Cause again, for doctors moving in the area, right? You've got a ton of different options, right? You've got the yeah. Fort Bend again, Med Center. You've got 59, you can go north. Um, and then there's yeah. that big complex right there out by um, off south of 59, right? So, yeah, like Memorial Hermann, like 99. So it's it's like, you know, it's close enough to like all your major, I mean, my husband works in the AIG building and 59 is a mess. I'm, I'm much luckier with Fort Bend Tollway than 59 for commute. But um, I mean, it's there, it's accessible. You don't have to go too far. Right, okay. Um, so, maybe break this down in three different ways. So let's talk about the restaurants first. Um, yeah. what, what restaurant options kind of are your favorite in Riverstone right now? If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget, we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. So, you know, that's like the one thing I'm not like super happy with Riverstone about. Like I'm a big foodie. Um, we love to go out to eat and, um, I will say it's, I've lived here for like, I guess, seven years now, and it's gotten a lot better in seven years. Like the growth has been exponential, but we still often like we'll drive into town, um, for some of our favorite places, but I really, you know, it has everything. It has, it has all like your, your chain restaurants, you know, like your, your Chipotle, you know, your Taco Bells, like, you know, your Olive Gardens, like it has all of that. And then also, you know, they they built Umami, which is really good. And like V Lotus, um, Vietnamese restaurant is really good. They just opened a Thai place. Brandan, um, Brandani's or Brandani's is really Brandini's, good for yeah. Italian. So it's, it's, there's options there. I wouldn't say it's like as robust as like Houston proper, but, um, it's definitely like we we don't lack we don't lack for food <laughs> so so if you're staying if you're staying around riverstone what would be a maybe one of your date night spots that you would you kind of recommend 
Yeah, so we do a lot of ordering in because again, I have a toddler, so we do a lot of DoorDash. Um, but we really like going to, you know, we go to town center and we even bring the kids with us, you know. Um, all the restaurants in town center are like, are great. You know, I have, I don't have a complaint about any one of them. We, for Indian food, I really like Mahesh's Kitchen. Um, that's relatively new in town center. And then of course there's Japanero's, um, you know, and they, they have Jupiter, which we really like, especially um, with the kids when the weather is nice because we eat outside and there's that big like green area to play there. And so the kids will play while we're eating. Um, so in terms of like, you know, date nights, probably not a whole lot, but with the kids when we go out as a family, definitely like town center is our go-to place. Yeah, no, town center is fantastic. Um, yeah. I think you already hit on that too. Like entertainment wise, sometimes you can just go for a meal and then just they just run around the town center, right? That's yeah. And when the weather's nice, it's it's beautiful. Like we go there to hang out. Like just this Friday, I saw on the itinerary, I get those emails. They're having like a magic show um, it, on the green, you know, with like magicians and and, and performers. And so I, that's my plan for Friday night. This Friday, going to eat at Jupiter and then like bring, you know, sit out there at 7 p.m. Hopefully it's not super hot when the sun goes down and watch the magic show. And, you know, we do that all the time with the kids. So, yeah. What other entertainment options are, are available? Well, there's um, Smart Financial Center, which has a really like good lineup of, you know, comedy shows and concerts and um, like even kids programs. I personally haven't been yet, but the, you know, I'm always looking at what things they're playing there and it, it looks good. You know, there was like a Disney on ice and Peppa Pig and I was like, oh, we should take the kids to Peppa Pig. So Smart Financial, I think is, is really good. Um, entertain, there's bars, you know, not that, um, I frequent the bars a lot. Um, <laughs> but there is in town center there's you know um a, like flying saucer and like you know uh baker street and bar louis and things like that um in terms of nightlife probably not a whole lot of options you know because if you look at sugarland it's mostly families right so there's not really a lot of like clubbing or you know um like late night kind of stuff but that's not really what I'm into anyway. So for us, it works. I really like the, like the daytime entertainment options they have, like, you know, all the festivals and things that they have at the, um, like the Brazos Memorial Park. And, um, you know, like they'll have, we, my son and I, we did the Fort Bend fit. We both ran the 5K. They have that annually, you know, where they have the half marathon, marathon and 5K and the family can join. So my son and I do that every year and they have like a 4th of July program and, and different things. So I really enjoy those kind of daytime activities and festivals that I could bring my kids to. Have you tried out many of the parks around Riverstone? Yeah. So um, I really enjoy our neighborhood playground, our neighborhood park. Um, it has, the kids love it. It has a zip line. It has like three really great splash pads. And then the community pool is great because, I mean, we have a pool in our backyard, but my kids love the community pool because it has those two big slides. 
And then like, for example, every Sunday this summer, they give out like free treats, like free frozen treats. So I really enjoy like the playgrounds itself. And then we go a lot, I think it's called the, the Brazos Memorial Park, um, the one that has like the walking trail yeah. and the dog park nearby. So there's like a big hill and so we'll fly kites on that hill. So I enjoy, those are probably the parks that we go to the, the most often. We were just out there for a birthday party and, and you had yeah. a whole group of people out there fishing. Um, oh really? I didn't yeah. know there were fish in that water. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on out there. That's, that's great fun. My, my son likes to climb on that rope dome type of thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's a big fan of that one. They, uh, the zip line, the, are you, are you allowing them just to get on the zip line and, and, and go along or do you run beside them when they're going down the zip line of death? Oh yeah. I, I definitely run beside them. <laughs> I'm like way too paranoid. And for my toddler, I hold on to her <laughs> with like the force of life, but yeah, I, I can't let go of that yet. <laughs> yeah, no, early on, my, my wife was like, you gotta run with them. I said, that looks yeah. awful fast, honey. That looks awful fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I remember a few times running with them. Now, now they're big enough that they're, 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 they're all good yeah, themselves. Yeah, exactly. Early on, yeah. Yeah. Um, now there's there's tons of, tons of fun stuff. You get tons of parks, tons of those, those playgrounds you're talking about. How often do you go to the community pools and, and water slides? So to be honest with you, this summer, I mean, I've lived in Houston my whole life, but this summer is probably the hottest summer I've experienced. Um, so this is atypical for us, but usually it's like every weekend, you know, like we're at the community pool or we're at the splash pads, you know, that's what we do to pass time on the weekends. But now, like, an, you know, I'm looking for, like, indoor entertainment, right? And so, like, Altitude, my kids love Altitude, the trampoline park. We go there a lot. Um, my daughter loves Cheeky Monkey, you know. Um, you're probably not familiar with that because it's for eight and under. But it's yeah, like I, a little I was going to ask indoor. you about that. I haven't heard that <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Cheeky Monkey is really popular with the little kids. And then we actually have a membership to the Fort Bend Children's Discovery Center. So it's like the Children's Museum in Fort Bend. Yep. Um, my kids love it because it has like the little pretend, you know, H-E-B and like the pretend bank and the pretend diner. So we bought a membership there because we went so often. Um, and then like the, the Na Museum of Natural Science, the one that's in Sugarland, my kids like that one more than the one in the museum district than the one, you know, in downtown because it has that giant dig pit where they like dig for bones yeah. and they love that. And so they could spend like, so that's what we do now because we do a lot of like indoor entertainment with this crazy heat that's been going on. Yeah. Is your son doing any, any other activities? You... Yeah, my son does uh, tennis. So he does tennis once a week okay. and then he, um, you know, he's eight so he goes through like his little phases he said like love soccer we did soccer but then he got out of that so now it's tennis we of course do swimming lessons i'm about to start my my toddler at the houston swim club actually so she's about to start swim lessons too um and then he does like eye level which is kind of like a like a tutoring thing okay. not that he needs tutoring but just kind of supplemental thing sure. he enjoys it it's fun um, so we do that. And then, you know, 
the next thing he wants to do now is like ice skating. So I guess we're going to start that. But there's a season, you know, he, he has his moods and we just go along with it. And you guys are going to do that in Sugarland, right? Isn't there a, there's mm -hmm. a yeah, at the, the ice arena that's right here. Yeah. Yeah, there's no no shortage of things for these kids to, to keep them busy, is there? We just have to Yeah, no, there's there. like, there's dance lessons, like Bollywood dance lessons. I'm going to start my three-year-old in that. Oh. And, you know, there's the, he used to be in the, what is it called? The I-9. He used to be in all the I-9 yeah. leagues yeah. for all the sports, like baseball, everything. It, you really, yeah, for kids, there's. I love, I get all those emails and the sweet boutique have like, you know, cupcake decorating and this decorating and there really is no shortage. It's just a matter of time. He used to love, he actually was in Taekwondo two days a week and he got all the way up to like yellow belt and then he decided he didn't like it anymore. <laughs> so, you know, um, we need to work on consistency probably with him, but there's lots of options. Yeah. I, I think I-9 is great because it's all that one day, right? They practice before yeah. the game, then they do the game. and Yeah. Yeah. Versus my daughter right now, she's got a couple practices a week for softball, then she's got the games, and she got the tournaments on the weekends. and. Um, yeah, your kids are really great. Like, I love how your kids are so into sports, you know? Like, that's really amazing. Yeah, they've been they've been consistent. We got him in yeah. baseball camp uh, this week, so he's it's all week. Um, and yeah, we get another tournament this weekend that we'll be sitting out. As you're talking about the record heat, we'll be sitting out in that record heat. So Oof, yeah, I, that's tough. <laughs> what do you think your kids would say about? I mean, obviously he he likes school, right? Um, yeah. And what, what do you think your kids would say about Riverstone? My. My son says openly that he loves Riverstone because we, like my his cousin, who's his best friend, lives in Houston. And so whenever we go visit um, his cousin in Houston, he always talks about how, like, Riverstone is better. Because, I mean, you could see it, right? Like, you, you're driving around Riverstone and the streets are clean. You know, there's pretty, like, um, gardening and flowers and you know, like it just looks nice and like well kept together. And then you're driving, you know, I, I drive every day, you know, Maine and 610. And, you know, there's there's a lot of garbage on the streets. You know, unfortunately, a lot of homeless people, a lot of abandoned buildings. Um, and so just like visual inspection, my son has noticed it and has talked about it, you know. Um, and we've had to have those conversations with him. And, you know, he feels a lot you know, he, he knows our community is gated and, you know, he feels safe because of just like what he has noticed with yep. his own eyes. Um, and he also, you know, what I first said, like the community, right? So like Aiden gets a new friend at school and he wants to have a play date. Great. So we, we go over to their parents' house, they have a play date and we become friends with those parents, right? And so now we have this community of Aiden's friends and their parents become our friends and we see them at school, we see them at tennis, we see them at swim. And then we all help each other out, you know, like my husband travels a lot um, for work. And so when I'm single momming it, it's hard for me. And so my, my neighbors and my friends will be like, oh, I'll drop Aiden off from tennis, don't worry. Oh, you could leave him here at the bus stop and we'll make sure he gets on the bus, you know, like, so 
my son really enjoys that. He's always around his friends. I have two first cousins that live here in, in Riverstone. And, you know, so he has four cousins that live in Riverstone that go to the same school, that go to the same activities. And so he has his little group and we have our group and it's just really nice. Yeah, it is great. Um, what else would you want others to know? I mean, you've already kind of mentioned a lot of things. Anything else that you yeah. kind of want to let other people know that they might not be able to see from the brochures or, or anything like that? Yeah, I think, you know, most, at least when I talk to like some of my friends and they kind of like scoff at me and they're like, oh, yeah, you live in Riverstone. Like, how far away is that? Like, you're out in the boonies, you know, things like that. And I try to convince them to like move to Sugarland. Like, you know, one, you get a lot more affordable, like cost of living, right? I'm not gonna, you know, inflation is inflation, you know, grocery prices are the same everywhere. But, you know, I have like what, a 4,600 square foot house with a pool in the backyard, you know, and, lots of space for the kids to play and just like a really nice neighborhood and what i paid for that versus what i would pay in the city for that is way different yeah. and the schools are so good i don't have to pay for private school and the schools are, are not good just because of the teachers what, pe what a lot of people don't realize it's the pta you know it's the pta that makes the schools good right it's the community um and you know, they have volunteer events at the schools for field trips and stuff. And it's like, you have to jump on those emails so fast because every spot gets filled, you yep. know? I go to school lunch and I'm expecting like one parent there. No, it's filled, you know, it's filled every time. So these parents are so involved with their kids. It makes the school good. It makes, you know, everything good. And Sugarland is not like the country, you know, like, there is a lot of great restaurants, you know, it's close to all the major freeways. Yes, you're living in a suburb, but it doesn't, in my opinion, being in Houston my whole life, I feel like it's the, the funnest suburb and the least suburb-like of all the suburbs, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a very diverse population, you know? And it's also a much more, like, affluent population. I don't know the data. I used to know it a while ago, but I think the median average income for Sugarland for Fort Bend County was a lot higher than like Harris County or some of the other counties from what I remember. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's nicer, it's diverse. And, you know, I talked to some of my friends in Houston and their kids, you know, might be the only Indian kids in their class, you know, and that's certainly kind of like what I grew up with here, you know, and now my, they, they literally serve Indian food at the school for lunch, you know, like it's, it's just like a really good place to raise your family. And I mean, I have two kids, but I don't consider myself old, you know, so like me and my husband, we still go out, we still have fun. And yeah, it's what a 35 minute drive into Houston if we, you know, want to go to March or like a fancy restaurant or if we want to like go to like, you know, see a Asher's game or, you know, do something in town. It's really not that 
much of an inconvenient drive. Gotcha. So you, I, I forgot, you've been here eight years or four years? Did, what did you tell uh, me? We moved in 2016, so yeah. Yeah, yeah so seven, seven years or so. Yeah. So just in that period of time, and, and we're going to get into the deeper dive because with just your overall history of Houston, but in the, the market, have you seen – um, how much growth have you seen? Now, Avalon's a newer neighborhood, right? Yeah. That's getting built out. But how much growth have you seen in Riverstone over the last seven years or so? Oh, it's been exponential. Like, I, I believe there's no more empty lots in my neighborhood. You know, at first there were only like two little areas. Now it's like completely filled. All the lots, you know, have been sold and all the houses are built. Um, when we first moved, they were still building our neighborhood. So there was a lot of empty lots, even just in our neighborhood. Yep. But now all the way, um, it's just completely, completely full. Um, and so not just like the population, not just the houses, but the amount of like restaurants and grocery stores. Um, what has been really clutch for us is that Kroger right there on LJ Parkway and University. And that wasn't, that's relatively new. That, that wasn't absolutely. there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and that's been really clutch for us because it's so convenient. And um, there's an Orange Theory and an F45. Like, I, I am a big Orange Theory person. I do that like four or five times a week. Yep. And so I don't feel like I'm losing anything by living in Sugarland. If anything, it's better because if I lived in Houston, Orange Theory would be like 15-minute drive. You know, you could be in Houston and be one mile away, but it takes like 15 minutes to get there sure. versus here in Riverstone. You know, I do 5 a.m. class. I don't have to wake up till 445. I could, you know, be there in five minutes, you know. Um, so I think it's really growing and it's accommodating the population because I just saw they're building a, a Shake Shack, right? You know, they're they have like a whiskey cake now. So like, it's just growing more and more. Yeah. yeah, and the market, so the the average home prices now are up around a million, a million one. Oh yeah, my, my house has probably increased in like three or 400,000 um, in value since we moved. Yeah, no, that's, so you get the average square feet's about 3,100. Um, rents are definitely going up and you got yeah. kind of an average sales price right now of, of you know, about 1.1. So. And I, I know because we, we kind of moved in about the same time as, as you guys did. And so they weren't, yeah. they weren't that, you know, six, seven years ago. So um, growth has been fantastic. Um, I think let's transition to, to the pros and cons because we've already hit a ton of the pros. But yeah. I mean, if you had to summarize, you know, the, the top three or five pros, um, what would you say the, the pros of living in Riverstone are? Yeah, so I would say definitely like pros is um, schools, you know, the schools are great. Um, it's family friendly, low crime, you know, um, it's like a clean, well kept area. Um, our HOA does a great job in, in maintenance of all the gates, of all the landscaping, of the community pools, the parks the splash pads, they have events all the time. Um, like for example, for 4th of July, on July 1st, this Saturday, they're doing like a big firework show and they do like, you know, Friday night food trucks and they have like sushi making classes and like 
pottery classes, like if you're home during the day, they have different like toddler activities. And I mean, our HOA is really fantastic. They yeah. do a really, really great job in bringing the community together. Um, more affordable costs of living. And, you know, what I really love about Riverstone, one of the pros is the location. You know, it's it's like I touched on before. If you're commuting, if you're commuting to the medical center, then Fort Bend Parkway is not too far off. Um, if you're going to downtown, 59 is easily accessible. If you're going west, then Grand Parkway is easily accessible. So is the belt. Um, so is the Beltway. Yeah. So it's kind of you know central to all of those major hubs. Yeah, and they've expanded 59. It's easier to get over yeah. the Parkway, just like you were saying. It's it's great. Um, so what about what about some of the cons, right? What are what are some of the things that people kind of might be surprised about, or might you know be a little bit you know oh hey I, I wouldn't have expected this um, with regard to cons. Yeah, so I mean I think uh, definitely um, the 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 restaurants, the food scene, and the nightlife is is lacking if you're comparing it to a major metropolitan area like Houston proper, right? So like if you're coming from Houston proper to Sugarland or Riverstone, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, you know, like these are all my food choices, right? They're good, they're decent, I mean, but yeah, it, you're not getting every single thing like you get in Houston proper, right? Um, and definitely nightlife, you know, there's, there's very limited bars, there's, you know, very limited like late night things to do, right? Um, I always kind of, I always kind of joke and, you know, say that the most popping place in Sugarland is Costco, you know, like <laughs> Costco is always like crazy. Um, so I always kind of joke that, you know, that's what people do for fun around here. But it, yeah, it's, you just have to adjust your expectations, right? There's great restaurants, there's great food, but it's not widespread. You don't have every choice like you do in Houston proper. And then, you know, like shopping, like we have a mall, right? We have all your basic stores and your grocery stores, but you know, I do all my shopping online, but if you're like a big person that enjoys shopping, then, you know, we, we don't have high-end designer stores in Sugarland. We don't have anything like the Galleria here, you know? Um, but we have all the major players, you know, like Total Wine, you know, like Costco, right. all the grocery stores. And, you know, we, we have a, a, a really good like mall, right? Um, but it just kind of depends on expectations, right? So gotcha. do you cook much at all? No, I do not cook at all. Yeah, <laughs> we. So I, I just know my mother-in-law. Um, well, I cook as well, but my mother-in-law. Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law is Chinese. Uh, for those that don't know, and so I know there's a lot of good Chinese groceries along yeah. Sticks. Um, and so I just don't know if there's other options with a garden. Well, I do cook like four Indian dishes, and that's really all I really know how to cook. But my my in-laws and my parents live in Sugarland, right? And they do a lot of cooking. There's all kinds of ethnic grocery stores. Like there's an Indian grocery store in every corner. And I've seen like Nigerian grocery stores, like, you know, Asian grocery stores. So I definitely think we're covered there. And we're covered because we have a diverse population, you know, so they're they're catering to that. Yep. I, I think there's even a lot of stuff at Costco. Um, oh, yeah. 
There is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot there of times is. you can pick stuff up at Costco yeah. in bulk, so that's always good. Um, so we talked about some of the restaurant choices, nightlife. Um, what about that commute? So do you you have a kind of a normal schedule, or do you have do you take call? Um, yeah, so I take call. Um, so the, the commute is, is rough. You know, um, I used to be seven minutes away from my hospital and now it's like 35, 45 minutes. It very much depends on the time of day, right? So my clinic days, I start at 8 a.m. So I leave the house at around like 7, 10. Um, and that's obviously <clears throat> heavier traffic than if I'm coming in. So like on my call days, I come in at 7 a.m. So I leave the house at like 6.30, you know, 6.20, 6.30. So it, depending on the hours, the commute is not bad. It could be 25, 30 minutes, or it could be 45, 50 minutes. If there's an accident, it could be an hour plus. Um, so yeah, it's not ideal, but that Fort Bend tollway really makes a huge difference because sure. if I had to take 59, I mean, that would be an hour plus. Yeah, no, for sure. Do you, um, and you're only at the one location, right? You don't have to split time between bed top. Yeah, no, I'm just here at Texas Children's Pavilion for Women. So, and you know, within like two months of changing jobs, I bought a new car because I was like, I can't drive this big SUV back and forth to the med center anymore. So I got like a small little electric car. Um, and it's made the drive a lot more fun because my electric car just goes super fast and it's really fun to drive. But I've gotten used to the commute, honestly. It it doesn't even phase me anymore. Right. Yeah, my wife talks about just being able to do the podcast, right, or kind yeah. of do some books on tape or, or not tape. I'm, I'm old. Yeah. You said you're not old. I'm old. At least I feel that way. It's not books on tape anymore, right? It's still... Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, well, let's, you, you talked about seven minutes. So let's kind of get into that kind of the growth. You talk, So you changed jobs, you were seven minutes away, or you used to live closer to the to the city? Um, no, so I was seven minutes away from my old job. Your old, okay, all right. Yeah, so my old job, yeah. So you've been in the Sugarland area. Um, so from, from when you grew up versus now, you kind of talked about just, it used to kind of stop at six and now it's expanded. What are some of the biggest things that you've seen from from then till now that kind of make you excited and kind of, you know, want you to stay, you want make you want to stay, excuse me? Yeah, so definitely, yeah, when I grew up here, you know, there was no university, like, you know, there was no Telfair, there was like nothing out there, you know, it was, it was just grass and trees. And so First Colony Mall was like, I remember that being like the furthest point really, you know? Um, so what really, ex you know, what I've noticed and what really excites me is like how much more, I guess like modern, modern's not the word, I guess like cosmopolitan like Sugarland is becoming, you know, at first they just used to have that First Colony Mall and now they built this town center, which I really love, you know, there's bars, there's a good kids area, there's, you know, some really great like treat shops like Kilwins. I don't know if you've ever been, but it has like some of the best ice cream like ever. My kids love it. I love it. 
um, and they have, um, and they're constantly like getting new restaurants and things like that, right? So it's it's become like a lot more like city life within the suburb kind of thing, right? So I love that. And they're really, you know, I. I don't know if this is still true or anymore, but a couple of years ago, I read that Fort Bend County was like the most rapidly growing county, you know, in terms of like population, and everything. And I feel like they're really catering to that growth and that diversity, you know, with building new schools, you know, they they saw that all the elementary schools were overcrowded and so a new elementary school was built, you know, um, Smart Financial was built. And so we're really attracting like more people like more and i feel like younger families right which is like as someone who is a young family i like to be around you know younger families right so we are attracting um more and more people here with that have you been out um you're talking about the mall first colony so there's that big kind of lawn too that kind of that fake yeah. grass lawn type of thing so yeah. that's another area right where just the kids the impromptu soccer games that break out yeah. the football games the tag it's you know same type of thing you go have a meal and then your kids get this kind of experience where they're just meeting a ton of other kids and yeah just learning that whole process of introducing themselves and getting along and and you just bring so many people together those those are good nights i enjoy those um what was i going to say the uh um with the expansion of of sugarland you were talking about there wasn't telfair all those things what are kind of some of the bigger communities that have sprung up since you've been there so i definitely think like riverstone and sienna have like exploded you know um and then telfair has also expanded quite a bit too and then um that uh Greatwood um, off like 99, you know, Greatwood has grown a lot and River Park. And so those are the areas I've really seen like booming um, from what I remember growing up. And, you know, the other thing is like healthcare. You know, I feel like when you're looking for a place to live, like you want to make sure there's accessible healthcare. At least that's what I look for as a physician. Yeah. You know, and and I feel like a lot of communities, a lot of suburbs, get the reputation like, oh, there's not good healthcare. You know, like the doctors that practice in the suburbs are not as good as the doctors that practice in the medical center, right? And I could tell you, like Houston Methodist Sugarland. Um, and Memorial Herman Sugarland, the two big hospitals out there. I've worked at both of them. I know a lot of their physicians. I've operated in both facilities, right? Like they are top notch and the physicians are top notch and you're gonna get the same level of medical care in Sugarland that you would, you know, get in the med center. And, you know, just the quality of like pediatricians, like my pediatrician is in Sugarland. Like all my doctors are still in Sugarland, my dentist, everything. And so, you know, that's something that is available and widespread and good quality. Right. Yeah. And so you kind of, the job, that's job market slash kind of available physicians. Yeah. How about the job market? Your husband has to commute a little bit, right? It's not too bad, AIG Center. He works like 90% of the time from home. He, he okay. works 90% of the time from home, so it's not too bad. But his main office is, is the AIG building. Um, so yeah, he has to commute occasionally. And does he, 
you said he's out of town. Does he, does he mainly fly out of hobby or? IA? Yeah, so he, he mainly um, takes Southwest. He flies out of hobby, okay. yeah. And so that commute's not too bad either, right? We got No, it's not too bad at all. It's like, what, 30 minutes to hobby? It's not too bad at all, yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot of things. Um, I, you were talking about just kind of the, the all the growth, right? So we've expanded 59 incredibly. Um, yeah. 99, the interchange there is expanded. So they are bringing just a, a ton of, of ease of access to this area. Yeah. Um, they're expanding the tollway down to us now. It's going to be on the same, um, you know, Siena Parkway. They're expanding it. Yeah. Are well, you going to pick it up now to, to head out? Yeah, I think so. I have to see where where I could catch it. But, yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, so is Susan. Susan's quite Yeah, that'll save some that. time for yeah. me. But... Um, Anything else that, you, you know, people should know or, you know, kind of things that you want to talk about? No, I mean, like for me, those were the the main attraction points and, you know, the reason why, despite having a job change, I haven't left and I have no plans to leave. So, yeah. so it sounds like you wouldn't recommend living in Riverstone at all. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, only if you don't want that good life, you know. <laughs> yeah, Riverstone, it's fantastic. Yeah, we're obviously we're right next door. Um, right. A, yeah. A lot of similarities. Um, so yeah, you just, guys are only like six, seven minutes away, and I feel like Siena and Riverstone are are basically the same, except y'all are a lot closer to Fort Bend Tollway. So. Yeah. No, that that's that was Susan's right there. That's yeah. The only reason we weren't in Riverstone is because it was just a little bit closer. Um, yeah. And so, no, great. It was, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk, uh, talk to us yeah, and, absolutely. and give your thoughts on Riverstone. I, I think it is a great area. I think anybody would be lucky to kind of move into that. It's got a, you know, a lot of great options. Great, great, great place for kids for sure. Um, I'm glad yeah. you were able to talk about that. Thank you for joining us on the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast. We've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in the heart of Texas. If you're considering a move to Houston or within Houston, we're here to guide and assist you. Don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. And remember, the charm of Houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods. So make sure to tune in next week where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in Houston, offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities. Until then, stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect Houston living experience. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode.